I'm David Cross, and you may know me from my election integrity work, but I also own U.S. Asset Management, an investment advisory practice. I've been an advisor for nearly 30 years, and one of the questions I get asked most frequently is, do I have enough money relative to other people my age? And while that's an interesting question, it's also the wrong question. The right question is, is do you have enough money to sustain your lifestyle for the rest of your life? This is a question you should know the answer to. This is what we do. Check us out at us-am.com and look for our Big Proud American Eagle logo. It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. What you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. I rise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome back to Information Operation. We're fortunate to head with us today Ed Lozansky. He's got quite a story. It's a Russian love affair. During the Cold War, he was separated from his wife, who was left in the Soviet Union for six years. It made all the papers, and he became quite famous in Washington. Ed, thanks for coming on. My pleasure. <clears throat> so you are very connected and very informed as to what's happening in Moscow and the United States because you kind of have your foot in both worlds. I, wanted, I called you because I wanted to get your opinion of where we are. A few, I think a year ago or so, we did an interview, and you were quite worried about a, a conflict, some type of military conflict and possible nuclear war. So where do you see us standing now? Well, I think since then, situation only getting worse. Mm -hmm. Because uh, at that time, uh, <clears throat> whatever <clears throat> I and a few of my colleagues were saying, it, it was dismissed, um, saying we're just paranoid. Um, some predicted very quick victory for Ukraine. With all this uh, power, uh, American power, and actually Western power, uh, which uh, is on Ukraine's side, uh, supplying with unlimited uh, you know, weapons and um, money, uh, and, and plus huge like, sanctions. Uh, Washington uh, was expecting immediate, uh, imminent, I would say, Russian collapse mm -hmm. um, and total victory of uh, freedom and democracy. This is what <laughs> how it was uh, presented. Well, it didn't happen. But um, uh, unfortunately, people are you not know, dying. Uh, and uh, you know, as soon, actually, um, I don't remember if we touched on this last time, but March started in February uh, 22. And I immediately <clears throat> assembled a group of uh, some prominent Americans uh, just to call to, you know, to stop it. And, and, and find some compromise. And, uh, and this letter was published in, in Washington Times. Mm -hmm. uh, now, nowadays, Washington Times is uh, kind of no longer interested, in my opinion. 
<laughs> but I wonder why that time, is. <laughs> but at that time, uh, they did uh, print it. It's still available. Mm -hmm. uh, at least I'm grateful they didn't take it you know, all the way. Because I, actually, you and I together published many, many articles. It's, it's still available. So good thing. Yeah, we did a, we did a uh, series in the Washington Times called Crosstalk, I believe. And right, right. we presented one view and the other from the Russian and American side, yes. Right. No longer. It's, mm -hmm. not, it's only one view now. Uh, <laughs> and, no crosstalk at all, huh? Just talk. <laughs> yeah, but no other, uh, yes, um, you know, other sources. It's not, uh, America still has some freedom uh, of the press. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was, <laughs> if I can say, use this term picked up. I was picked up by other uh, you know, media like uh, antiwar.com. Mm -hmm. I think it's a very influential. And uh, another one which I like uh, called the American Thinker, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, no, <laughs> title itself, uh, and they print my columns regularly. So, so I'm not. Well, you'll sure. have to send some to us at CDM, and we'll print your columns too. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yeah, oh, actually, I started my own magazine now called New Continent, just for uh -huh. those who don't uh, know about Continent, but actually with K. Uh, it's, um, I was member of the board of the old continent. It um, was for Soviet dissidents mm -hmm. uh, back in the USSR. You already mentioned that I'm yeah. coming from the USSR. Um, uh, uh, they, was, they had no freedom of the press, uh, so they had to <clears throat> express our opinion um, through um, it was called Samizdat, like self-publication. At that time, with no internet, so we used typewriters. Mm -hmm. uh, and then somehow uh, put a like, carbon copy, five copies, and then distributed. Some of this was smuggled um, uh, across um, to Europe, to, to, to America. And um, this was picked up, um, you know, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, famous uh, you know, Russian Nobel Prize mm -hmm. uh, winner. He was expelled. And he was so you know, influential that he was able to raise some money. And uh, this magazine, um, this K, was published uh, in Germany, actually, by Springer, and then smuggled back into um, Soviet Union. And I was on distribution side. Mm -hmm. uh, and this was one of the reasons why I was expelled, because I was caught and, and, uh, and followed Solzhenitsyn and, and others. Uh, who no, uh, disagreed with Soviet uh, policies. Anyway, uh, I started a magazine called New Continent, and this magazine is for American dissidents. Now we, ah, have, now we have in America. At some point, take a look. It's uh, newcontinent.org, uh, but a K, a continent is K. And um, uh, we have a lot of uh, dissidents, a lot. Uh, and some of them are former... Um, military, I mean, U.S. military, mm -hmm. uh, even CIA. We have plenty of former CIAs who are now not very happy with uh, U.S. foreign policy military. And of course, you've probably heard Colonel Douglas McGregor. He's, yes. I think he's more kind of, I would say, intellectual leader, but many others. And um, so uh, I continue my dissident activities, but this time, so you never uh, thought that would be the case, I assume. No, I never, never thought. But yeah. I've, I've now seen many, many features which uh, 
uh, were in the Soviet Union, I see them now here. Mm -hmm. So, well, this is kind of a uh, 180 degrees return. Right. And, uh, so. Well, let's talk about, let's start with the war. I mean, there's a lot to mm -hmm. talk about. What are your thoughts on the Ukraine conflict, where it's going, how we can end this the best way possible? <laughs> Uh, it's all in Washington hands. Washington can stop it immediately. Mm -hmm. Actually, something is going on now in, in the House, at least in the House. Mm -hmm. um, but um, it's, it's not enough. Um, and I, I frankly <clears throat> don't think that uh, the funding of war will, will stop. It's mm -hmm. now in limbo. Um, but no one is, um, even those who are um, uh, against uh, funding, um, they, they are still in minority. So uh, they, it's not overwhelming. Uh, and, and I doubt that uh, <clears throat> at some point uh, this um, funding will not resume. Mm -hmm. But for now, thanks for that. But Europe now is <laughs> strange. Europe yeah. has all its, uh, its problems, tremendous problems in Europe. Look at what's going on in Germany and France, and all those strikes. And, and still somehow they decided to continue the funding. Uh, so, uh, so uh, I'm a, on, on a kind of a pessimistic side. This mm -hmm. war will continue. Uh, the only thing is maybe if, if Trump, he promises to stop this war in 24 hours, I don't know how he's going to do it. Um, I keep asking him. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> because I'm getting like five, six letters from him daily uh, asking for support. So I'm uh, replying that, Donald, I'm, <laughs> I'm delighted. I, I'm happy with support, but please tell me if, before I just start <laughs> resume sending you money, to tell me how you're going to stop it. Uh, so far, he didn't uh, return my emails <laughs> but at least he's promising promising something so why do you think the for lack of a better term the deep state is so focused on ukraine what is it about ukraine is it just they want to harm russia or is there something peculiar to ukraine itself uh, <clears throat> well they want to harm russia of course it's main and they're using ukraine as a proxy so mm -hmm. this they found a very cheap uh, way, yeah, hundred billion. Uh, it's a lot, or, or now it's over hundred. It's a lot, but still, they consider this cheap, and they openly say it. Starting with um, uh, Lindsey Graham mm -hmm. uh, on the Republican side, and uh, of course Mitch McConnell, but then on the Democrats, the same. Like uh, I think Richard Blumenthal, they mm -hmm. all believe that it's it's very cheap, and um, the most disgusting. A comment came from Washington Post, um, Lee Hochstetter. Uh, he uh, he said it's a bargain. What's mm -hmm. going on is a bargain. Uh, to the, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna save Ukraine to the last Ukrainian. Yeah. So <laughs> he all of them don't care about Ukrainian lives as long as Russians are dying, and they openly yeah. say it. this is. Uh, I, <clears throat> I don't know. This is. Uh, uh, I can't even find proper word form to describe um, what, what, how can um, no, people whom 
uh, in, in Congress can say something like that. Uh, well, Lee Hochstetter, okay, he's like a journalist, but people uh, uh, in the government, um, I don't know, it's, it's a very sad story. So yeah. they, they want to, to weaken Russia because Russia refused to uh, submit to uh, U.S. hegemony. And those who <clears throat> disagree, uh, they you know, have to be either sanctions or, <laughs> in this case, killed. Yeah. Uh, and this is what we see. Uh, so now it's February. So we have for, what, 10 more months till elections. Uh, I don't see uh, any way out until November, and and then maybe hopefully uh, Trump will yeah. stop. Yeah. Well, Tucker is in Moscow. Uh, there are rumors that he might say some things that, or Putin might break some things that the West is not ready to hear. You have any ideas what he might be willing <laughs> to say? Well, from uh, judging from what he said before. Mm -hmm. uh, he uh, openly said that this uh, war is a crime, uh, and he uh, called Zelensky a rat. This is the term he used. Um, uh, so I think that something uh, he will say something important, which which helps to stop this war. Because mm -hmm. Carson, of course, he I think this um, uh, interview will be watched. I don't know. Uh, his previous interviews were like 40, 50 million. I'm pretty sure it will be over 100 million, maybe more. Yeah, this is going to be one of the fam most famous interviews of, in history, <laughs> I think. Uh, right. yeah. So uh, let's hope. Maybe he will open more eyes. Um, uh, and of course, first of all, you have to open eyes among, uh, for Americans because they're going to you know, elect our new president. So maybe this will have a dramatic effect. I yeah. hope so. I hope so. So what about the corruption in Ukraine? You've got them going after the church, the media, uh, <laughs> independent journalists, um, any political opposition. Is Ukraine a dictatorship? It seems to be. <laughs> well, uh, it's a dictatorship of the worst kind. Because um, because um, they keep sending the men now women mm -hmm. uh, to war, which uh, obviously everyone understands that eventually uh, uh, Ukraine will lose, and uh, <clears throat> the sooner it stops, the more lives will be saved. Right. But Zelensky doesn't care. Uh, he doesn't care, and uh, because many people, he he, including himself and his surroundings, they make a lot of money on this. Uh, and uh, all this uh, uh, fight with corruption uh, <laughs> is going on now uh, since uh, uh, this, uh, Zelensky got into power. But even before Zelensky, corruption was horrible. But mm -hmm. starting with Zelensky, look, if he, some probably people already forgot the name Kolomoisky. Yeah. Kolomoisky was a guy who was um, U.S. government called him a corrupt uh, and they actually wanted to uh, arrest him uh, and confiscate all, everything that he stole. I'm David Cross, and you may know me from my election integrity work, but I also own U.S. Asset Management, a family-owned and operated investment advisory practice. I'm a certified portfolio manager, and my job is to help you make better decisions with your money. 
One of the things we try to avoid is investing in companies that push the woke agenda. If you're invested with one of the big firms out there, there's a pretty good chance that you're feeding the beast that hates your values. Our company is 100% conservative and we'd love to have an opportunity to work with you. Check us out at us-am.com and look for our big proud American Eagle logo. Uh, but it was Kolomoisky who, who helped Zelensky, uh, you know, to to win this presidency. Uh, yeah. uh, and but uh, Washington closed their eyes. They don't no, no more. They are no more uh, hunting Kolomoisky uh, because he was useful eventually. Yeah. He brought yeah. someone who is um, saying exactly what uh, Washington wants. That. Uh, uh, um, uh, corruption is now. It's, it's there's some talk about reshuffling, changing some folks for some others, but it's all for show. Right. It's all for show. Uh, and um, but even more important for me, at least, more important than money, um, are people. Uh, you know, I you didn't mention, but I uh, yes, uh, I came from Russia, but I was born in Ukraine, mm -hmm. and maybe I will. Uh, <clears throat> tell a few things about sure. what happened in uh, 1903. Uh, this is already was like two years after the Soviet Union collapsed. And, uh, <clears throat> I, and I returned. Uh, actually, I was invited back and uh, Gorbachev personally apologized. And, uh, and he said that what we were saying in the old continent, <laughs> old mm -hmm. continent was more or less true. Um, and actually, con all continent return uh, after from exile, the same as me, and, and actually Solzhenitsyn, uh, uh, in a way, I want to compare myself to Solzhenitsyn, mm -hmm. it's simply that, that he returned first, and um, uh, he was welcomed uh, as a hero uh, in, in uh, uh, Russia. Um, uh, so um, uh, now, um, in 93, Mm, we organized a conference on Capitol Hill, mm, uh, uh, and um, uh, Paul Weirich uh, helped me. Paul Weirich, for those who don't know, unfortunately, he's no longer with us, but he's, I would say, arch conservative, and uh, no one could accuse him that he's Putin the puppet or mm -hmm. <laughs> anything like that. Uh, anyway, we uh, organized conference um, and brought uh, members of uh, Russian parliament, uh, it's called Duma, and Ukrainian parliament, called Rada. Mm -hmm. And uh, head of the Ukrainian delegation uh, was um, uh, my colleague, actually, also professor of physics. You know, I'm a, I my first... I was going to say, you're, you're a physician, or what did you say? You're not a physician, a physicist, yeah. Yeah, yeah nuclear, nuclear physicist. In the uh -huh. Soviet Union, I worked as a top the nuclear physics uh, lab, uh, which is equi equivalent of Los Alamos lab. It's called Kurchatov Institute of Atomic Energy. It's the mm -hmm. same place, you know, counterpart, counterpart of uh, Los Alamos. Um, uh, so Professor Muhin, um, uh, he also, uh, no, decided to join politics. He became chairman of two committees, Committee of, of uh, Foreign Policy and Defense at mm -hmm. um, uh, Ukrainian parliament. He brought large delegation. Um, uh, and um, and uh, we were we assembled on, on Capitol Hill. 
Congressman uh, Tom Lantos at the time, he was the ranking member of the Foreign Policy Committee, he chaired this meeting. But it was everyone who is who came, including CIA <laughs> director, Woolsey at the time, Woolsey. Uh, we had a great meeting and, um, uh, and we had three flags, American flag, Russian flag, and Ukrainian flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we discussed how those three countries uh, no, can um, live together uh, in peace and how the United States, of course, as the most powerful country, can help uh, both Russia and Ukraine on the way to freedom, uh, democracy, free market, all those things, um, and you know, live happily ever after. Um, great conference. After that, we had reception uh, and uh, oh. to... Sorry, let me get rid of this. Okay. That's okay. Uh, Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. It's cool. I'm sorry. Uh Yeah. Uh, So we had a reception um, at the Russian embassy, and then we went to Ukrainian embassy, reception at the Ukrainian embassy. There was really like camaraderie, Americans, Russians, Ukrainians, you're talking about 93. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I already founded American University in Moscow. And I suggested right. that to Ukrainians that let's do also American University in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And um, so what, what followed from this meeting uh, is that uh, we <clears throat> not only we started working on the American University in Ukraine, but also we talked about, you know, not just words, let's be friends and all that stuff. We were working on, on the like a proposal with con- concrete steps, what should be done uh, to you know, implement those ideas. And the one guy who uh, helped us a lot was um, Congressman Kurt Weldon from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Congressman, uh, was, uh, he assembled also uh, his own team and with his help, uh, we were working on a proposal. It's called um, "New Time, New Beginning." Mm-hmm. It's uh, how we can, <clears throat> you know, with the collapse of communism, it's new era, new time, and uh, no, it's a no, new beginning for uh, prosperity, uh, for not just for America, but for for other countries uh, and mm-hmm. all all of uh, three. Uh, countries and more will benefit from that. Uh, we had assembled um, uh, several dozen specific proposals from agriculture uh, to um, space, you know, uh, and military, uh, of course, uh, cooperation, uh, environment, uh, uh, science, cultural, education, on and on and on. This, by the way, this booklet is still available on the web. New time, mm-hmm. new beginning, and there's still <laughs> people can read it. But all this was only, uh, you know, in our minds, and uh, it's up to uh, we expected that um, U.S. government would get involved. Um, but um, uh, at the time, Clinton already was um, president. Uh, you're talking about uh, Bush. Bush, who actually was inclined um, to help, and. Um, I still have a letter have from from uh, Bush and uh, Dan Quayle, his vice president, uh, mm-hmm. who was overseeing all the stuff uh, on Capitol Hill. 
so we had tremendous support for this. But in 92, things went you know, down. And yeah. um, uh, 93, we still were able to uh, assemble, uh, but then uh, it was down uh, and uh, low or no. And uh, uh, after 93, uh, um, we went actually to Ukraine, had some meetings, and the, the culmination, the top uh, of our efforts was 96. 96, um, there was a meeting, again, trilateral meeting, trilateral meeting. So remember, but at, at the time we were talking about congressmen, right, and uh, mm -hmm. pub activists. But um, in 96, um, uh, three uh, sectors of defense uh, met in Kiev. It was um, um, William Perry at the time. William Perry was Secretary of Defense. Um, and um, uh, Russian uh, uh, minister, it's called the Minister of Defense, was Pavel Grachev. And Ukraine, uh, uh, Chair or President, I mean, Minister of Defense of Ukraine, uh, was Valery Shmarov. Mm -hmm. They all met in Kiev and they <clears throat> planted friendship tree in Kiev. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. Russia, Ukraine, and United States. And I'm, so, I'm very proud that I played some small, small role in this. But main mm -hmm. guy was actually this Professor Muhin, Muhin, who was chairman of this meeting in 93. By yeah. the way, I'm still in touch with him. Uh, he's now uh, horrified with what's going on. He returned, he's now teaching physics uh, in Kharkiv. Uh, this mm. is, uh, so we're still in touch. You know, because and every time, you know, we exchange those messages and, and he keeps asking me, what can we do? <laughs> well, uh, we'll probably refresh this, uh, uh, our booklet, New Time, New Beginning. Uh, but mm -hmm. they, uh, uh, now um, they planted friendship. Trick. By the way, this photograph, uh, I will send it to you. Maybe you can show it. I will send it. I, I yeah. have it in the file. And... Um, um, and I used to put it on uh, some of my articles, uh, but um, it's also in Pentagon files because Perry was there. Uh. So, so uh, you know, uh, this um, photograph of three uh, secretaries of defense planting friendship tree, 96. Mm. Uh, but um, what happens after that? I don't know if um, uh, Perry cleared this. Um, meeting with uh, Clinton, but as soon as Perry came back, mm, he was demoted. Mm. Apparently Clinton didn't uh, like what, what's going on, uh, uh, and because he already was thinking about NATO expansion. Well, and, yeah, they were, they were planning this decades ago, obviously. Right. The, yeah. the, the, whole, the whole plan was being put in place yeah. uh, for what's so, happening but, now. Were, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, this is history, of course, but I think it's important. Sure, and I, sure. And I'm pleased. So now, that, now Ukraine has lost half its population. Its infrastructure is destroyed. Its horrible. youth next generation is destroyed. Um, on and on and on. Uh, I yeah. still have relatives in France, uh, yeah. in Ukraine. Of course, I graduated high school in, um, in Ukraine, uh, in Kiev. And mm -hmm. then I went to study nuclear physics in Moscow, but I still have plenty of relatives and friends. For me, it's just uh, horror. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, well, the only thing I can do is keep writing, 
given um, <laughs> interviews and all that stuff. And I'm yeah. at, at least I'm happy that in America there's still some. Um, no, it's still possible to express your views. Well, we have to get the history and because it's important. You're right out, and we have to get uh, free speech out to the public. So that's what we're working on. And we'd love to. I'm serious. We'd love to publish some of your columns if you want to send them to oh, us. Yeah, we're uh, delighted. Yeah. yeah. I, Ed, I just, Ed, uh, thank you. I have to cut you off because we're at a 30 minute block here. Ah, but, um, okay. 